this is my last just friggin' do it episode. I've been doing this for a year, 12 times. I've just friggin' done something because I was keeping myself accountable to these monthly episodes. And I appreciate you uh, being my accountability buddy to get these things done. And this one is one that I've been wanting to do. And I know last week I was like, I really, that's something on my list. It's something I really want to do. And if it weren't for these episodes, you know, I might just have kept procrastinating it and not gotten it done, but I got it done. It was fascinating. I love this stuff when you're learning more about yourself, who you are and who you're born to be. And this is a great tool. And I want to share with you the results I got from this human design chart reading. So with no further ado, let's get to it now. Hi, I'm Lori Wright, also known as Not Your Average Grandma. I created this podcast as a place for women in their second half of life to go to to receive inspiration. If you are at a place where you believe your best days are behind you, it is my hope one of these episodes will spark you to think differently and lead you to a new belief that your second half may actually be your best half. I want you to stop seeing your age as a limitation and start seeing it as your superpower. You have years of experience and value that the younger you never had. So it's time to lean into that and use it to fuel your future. No more letting age or circumstances hold you back from the pursuit of a more fulfilling and fun life. The happier we are, the better the world will be. So instead of settling for what you don't want, how about going after what you do want? Listen in and let something you hear prompt you to take the first step in making the rest your best. Welcome to another episode of Living Your Spark Second Half. And this is my last Just Frigging Do It episode of the series. It's been one year, believe it or not. And I've done 12. I've done one thing where I just friggin' did it a month. And this is something that I've had on my list since I think the beginning. And <laughs> I just had it done. Uh, I had my human design chart read. I actually had uh, an appointment with a human design expert. And this is somebody from the school, the actual school of human design. It's not somebody who has a certification on the internet and decided to certify people and they are people from her program or his program. It's like the actual human design school. So it's legit. It's legit. Not that the people who have their own certification programs aren't legit, but I just feel like going to the place where it invented uh, human design was probably the best place to, to begin. Uh, but you might be wondering, what is human design? You might have heard of it. Apparently, it's getting kind of trendy. It's been around for quite some time. and uh, But it's it's like the word's getting around around. I, I think what's happened is that uh, the collective is becoming more aware 
Uh, there's more of a spiritual movement in the population, a desire to understand who we really are and why we're here. And it's not just a few of us anymore. It's many of us, which is a great thing, because I think it's going to help the world in the long run. And the world, I think, needs some help right now. So the more of us that become aware and work to operate from our authentic self in our own unique ways and contribute to the world in whatever way uh, we feel compelled. And, uh, you know, it's it all comes from, you know, really connecting to that unconscious self and, and learning from it. And that's what human design is all about. So that's why I'm, I think it's really cool. Uh, it's one of these modalities. And I talked about this on my last episode when I was talking about why personality tests can be harmful, because if you're not living in full alignment, it can be the wrong answer or the results can indicate something that really isn't fact. It's just contextual based on who you think you are in that moment in time. And so the thing that I love about human design is that it's based on your birth date, your time of birth, and your place of birth. It's really where your soul came into the world, the time and the place. And some of us actually don't know our time of birth. I was one of those people, although I was lucky enough that my mother told me that I was born around a certain time. And so because I had a little bit of knowledge of the time of day, uh, I was able to use a pendulum and figure out my exact time. And it was really a fun uh, exercise that I did. And I learned how to do it by watching YouTube videos. Uh, but it was really using my higher self to communicate, I would communicate with my higher self. And she told me, or it told me, because uh, I believe we we don't really have a, uh, there's no sexual identity with our higher self. But I, that's how I found out. And you can find out too, even if you don't know your near time, there's a way that you can figure it out. Uh, so just if you are interested in what that is, you can reach out to me through social media or email me and I'll be happy to share that with you. But don't let not knowing, my point of that is don't let not knowing your birth time stop you from finding out because don't, don't think you can't find your chart and your human design if you don't know that because you do know that you just don't know it in your conscious mind. So I am going to explain to you just a little bit about what I learned in my chart reading. And it's going to be a quick episode because I'm not here to talk about me really necessarily. I want to share what I learned, which will be about me, but it's more about how you can learn about yourself. So this is, we'll just give you an idea of if you do go get your human design or if you run your, you can do your chart for free on um, a number of websites. And so just 
Google human design chart and you can find a way. I will put in the show notes a link to the human design school itself and you can get a chart on their site. Uh, but you basically get a chart that looks like a skull almost. It looks like a, a like a head, a cranium, um, and it's got nine centers on it. And so we all have nine centers. And I'm not going to go into detail on what the centers are, but you'll find out when you get your chart what type of human, what's your human design type. There's five types. And then a lot of other information as well. What what centers are open or closed or defined or undefined. Um, but let me tell you what the the five types are because that's that's easy and I can do that quickly. And I'll tell you what mine is. So there's a generator, a manifester, a reflector, a projector, and a manifesting generator. And so those are the five types. I happen to be a manifesting generator. Uh, but what the human design does is it's as simple as it tells you who you're designed to be. In other words, who you're born to be and how you should interact in the world as when you're being your most authentic self. And what it has in it, which I like, is that it also tells you when you're not being your authentic self. Like, what does that look like for you? So how do you show up when you're being inauthentic or when you're being when you're misaligned, um, as I, I a term I use often. So they call it human in the human design world. It's called not self. So when you're not being yourself, not your when and if you remember what I said or listen to the episode previously, it's your chosen personality versus your inborn personality, right? Your not self is really when you with the the things that you do to choose that which you aren't. All right. So it also tells you how to make decisions because depending on your type, you are supposed to interact with the world in spe specific ways to get to not only make decisions, but to like manifest things into your life. So you're, when you get your chart and you get the graphic of what I say looks like the brain or the, the, the head uh, with the nine centers on it, some are colored in and some are clear and not colored in. And so when they're colored in, that means they're defined. And when they're not colored in, they're undefined. I had three or ha I have, I shouldn't say had because that's my chart and my chart isn't going to change because the data on which the chart is pulled never changes. So the chart my three centers uh, being defined, that means that six centers are undefined. And so what it means when you're sent, you have a center that's undefined is that you are subject to conditioning. In other words, in those areas, it might be easy to try to fit in to do things that for whatever reason to choose 
different than who you really are supposed to be. So you uh, are receiving, in some cases, other people's energy. Uh, and so you have to, and part of learning about human design and your human design is really understanding and knowing what centers are open. So you can be aware, because I always say awareness is the first step. So you can be aware of and look for if you know how the not self shows up in those areas, you start to recognize how you're being and start to correct that. And so that's really key and really kind of like a, a map to inauthenticity, in, inauthenticity. Uh, and authenticity. So both. So you can see where, you know, you're lined up with your authentic self or you're not and you're veering. Uh, so super, super interesting. I was on the phone or on Zoom and she recorded it, so, which is great. So I also rewatched it. So I did not only had the two hour session, but I rewatched it this week. So these are the things I found out or confirmed about myself. A lot of this stuff I knew about myself because I've been doing a lot of work on myself, but I did have some surprises. So I will share with you what those surprises are. First of all, when she started talking, of course, the student in me started taking notes like a good student. You're like, oh, you think the teacher's going to be proud. I'm taking notes. And she was like, don't take notes. The first thing I want you to do is I want you to put your pen down. I want you to just absorb. I want you to listen and absorb because your mind, and this is what we're trying to do in to, to, to find our authentic self. We have to really kind of disengage with the mind. And I talk about this in my free training. If you've ever attended my free training and I talk about uh, how we tend to use our logic mind and our logic mind leads us astray because we're not like listening to our heart. We're not following our gut. And so we as humans have a tendency and that's my whole life driven by logic and making the wrong decisions because they were based on logic and not uh, tuning into real desires, just really kind of suppressing desires. And so that is what she was trying to convey is by not having me take notes because that's a mind thing. So I'm trying, I'm, I'm, if you're taking notes on something, then you're analyzing it. Your brain, which is really like a little computer is trying to process everything and it's not really maybe fully into the feeling or like, how are you receiving in your body what she's saying? And if you're not used to doing that, it's hard because we, that's what we do. We take notes, right? We learn and we take notes and that's how we absorb. And we're not used to don't do those things that uh, are part of what we've been conditioned to do. 
and it's it's thinking and doing very very differently than we've done and so that that was number one that was like oh my gosh i got scolded for taking notes but it, i wish she was handled it she wasn't mean but i was like okay uh so i couldn't do the the notes um but very very early on in the conversation what she said is because there was a back and forth and I could ask questions along the way, but very early on, again, I was trying to use my mind um, and I was saying something about, oh, uh, I, that made me excited about something. And I've always associated excitement with, oh, that feels good. So if excitement feels good, then that must mean it's aligned. It's aligned with me and who I'm born to be, my authentic self. But what I learned, which was a real aha for me, is excitement can come from the brain. So it's not always coming from your body. You can, you can think your way into excitement. And that was like, oh, oh, yeah, that's very true. Um, and what she really conveyed to me, which was really, really, again, like I said, a real aha for me. And there's different ways your, I guess, the body reacts depending. Of course, I'm only learning about my type, so I don't know about other types. But uh, I'm not certified in this, but I would like to be. But um, the other thing that she said that I thought was interesting is that people sometimes take and learn modalities to teach them and they don't totally embody them and live them. And that do not make the mistake was her warning of just doing this to learn it and then regurgitate it if you don't do the work to like fully embody the design the human design that I was born to be and take these lessons and learnings and apply them that's what embodying is so I was like wow that's that's interesting but anyways my my type is supposed to um how I recognize that something is aligned is not necessary with excitement because excitement might be like brain based is to wait and see how I respond in, she said, it's like there, one of the centers is called the solar plexus and I have a defined solar plexus and um, it's like a motor. And she said, and it, there'll be, it'll be like, starting it will be like the starting of a motor and it'll be like this humming where and and if it's a yes it's like aha aha and, but if it's a no it's like mm -mm, mm -mm. And it's really subtle it's not like excited <laughs> so and it made me think of the story that i told about manifesting my job last summer and how it happened, it was so crazy. And it was really according to my human design because I didn't initiate it. I didn't push it. I didn't do anything. I didn't put my resume out. It just like 
floated out of space from nowhere um, right after I started thinking about going back to corporate and it and it was so crazy the way it happened and I was telling her about it and she said oh well were you was that a uh-huh in the body or was it just like excited because in the moment you know that's did you did you wait and and see how it felt and that's that's really what I should have done and so it makes me think okay I need to, need to go back through that and see how did I feel in my body now knowing this that I know because I had this her the chart my chart was red and I got all this new uh, perspective I am going to start to really be aware of the what she described for my type would be how I would know something's in alignment or with me and and that yes that that feels right and yes that means I should take action on it so that was pretty cool that what that discovery but she's what she said is don't let your mind make decisions anymore so and that's what we tend to do our mind is is so much we're so into our head we're so into our head and we need to get out of our head and into our body she said if you make decisions from your mind that it could be actually unhealthy for your body so use your body and um don't take notes <laughs> that's where we started out with uh talking about the mind and how quick we are to allow it to take over and make decisions for us when they might not be right for us. So these are the things that um, were confirmed by my human design reading. I am a very busy person. I mean, she was like, emphasize, you are busy. You are busy. And of course, I always think busy is bad. But that's my design. I'm designed to be busy. I'm designed to be a, a doer. I just need to make sure that I'm doing the right things based on the body signals, right? Uh, so that was kind of funny. And when you go through a chart reading like this, it's crazy. But if you know yourself and you've been pretty aligned, it will really hit home. And because I've done a lot of work and then she was talking about the not self and some of the things and the dangers that I need to look for when I might slip into my not self. And of course I do that. I mean, we all do. We're just like, we're not perfect all the time. We're human. Uh, and so uh, it was very interesting because I just was, it was totally on target right on. And I love how when uh, how do they know, right? How do they know? They don't know anything about me. She hadn't talked to me before, yet here she is describing me to, to a T based on my birth date and my birth time and my uh, birth location. It's crazy. All right. So what else she said? She said, I am meant to be a creative role model. And this one was funny to me because I've learned that I'm very creative but I said so much of my life to myself that I ha don't have a creative bone in my body. And here I am. That's part of my, 
human design. No wonder I was misaligned most of my life telling myself I wasn't creative. And that's like the second thing she said to me that I'm like this creative role model. I have charisma when I am operating as my authentic self, like, like exude charisma. So like a magnet, she said. Uh, so she said, I can express myself. So my throat center is defined. And so I have no trouble expressing myself. Uh, and I've known that to be true my whole life because when I was younger, I was told that I didn't have tact. So, yeah. So these are the things you find out when you do your human design. I want new experiences. I really desire new experiences. Another interesting one is I'm not emotional, but I pick up other people's emotions. And I thought this was interesting because I really am have not ever been emotional. Um, and I think less so even as I, I age. And I always thought, oh, it's my lack of estrogen. But no, I, I'm just not an emotional. And there's um, the uh, there is a center that is that is about emotion uh, and mine is undefined. So when it's defined, you're, you're emotional and uh, you need to recognize what kind of emotions, because there's a chart that shows your different waves and what kind of uh, wave type you are. And you'll find that out if you're an emotional type. Uh, but when it's undefined, you pick up other people's emotions. And so you can be emotional, but that's part of, uh, being aware of what center is defined and undefined, because if you're, if it's undefined, you have to start recognize when you're around people and, uh, it can be animals as well. Uh, it can be TV shows. Uh, but when you're getting, you're picking up that energy from the experience that you're in. And it, it's coming from the other people. And you're very good at reading other people's emotions and uh, making them feel understood. So, yeah, so that that's what I learned. Um, so what else? Um, oh, I have inner vision. This was really interesting. Uh, so she said she made fun of vision boards as it related to me, which I was like, so I shouldn't have a vision board. Uh, and she said, you don't need a vision board because you can see images when you close your eyes. She said, all you need to do is just close your eyes. And it's so true because I am a very visual person. And um, like when I read a book and I used to take, when I was in school, I would remember visually where the answers were in the book. And so she said, just, have the images in your head, but some people have outer vision. I just happen to have inner vision. And so that's why I always like to say vision boards work for some people, but they don't work for other people. If you don't feel like a vision board works for you, then don't do one. Um, but that was kind of cool to understand that, but I, you need to have a vision uh, and, and have those images, I believe. All right. And so I learned that. Um, I learned I'm open and accepting, which I believe is to be true. Uh, I also learned that um, my not self feels pressured to hurry. And 
I know this to be true because I, one of the things that I know happened in my past is that I was impatient. And so I would make decisions too fast. And I thought that was the right way to do things. And I tended to regret my decisions. And so, so that's, but that's the not self that was in my chart. And I was like, oh, that is so true. I, I can't hurry. I have to be really careful of not rushing and being patient. Um, I also learned I'm introspective and curious, although the not self uh, tends to want to avoid going deep on stuff and uh, tends to um, stop short of uh, what they need to learn. And so like maybe just go surface level. So I thought that was really in interesting. Uh, and that goes back to the example of don't just learn it to teach it, embody it. And that's an example of go deep on the, on whatever it is that you are learning and the knowledge that you're building and, and don't be a phony, right? Because you, it, the not self can feel like a phony if you, you don't really fully know it. So that was really cool too. What else? Um, and then, oh, how you know and when you learn your human design uh you it it tells you really how you feel uh when you're aligned and you're operating from your hu human design and when you aren't aligned and you are operating more from your not self and so I just need to tune into the feeling of satisfaction because when I'm aligned, I'm very satisfied, just fully satisfied. Uh, and when I'm operating from my not self, uh, I tend to be frustrated. I get really frustrated. And that's f funny that she said that um, you want to feel at the end of the day in your into your body and if you feel really satisfied and fulfilled, then that that's that's great. Um, but if your mouth is frustrated, you know, in other words, you know, your your you know your your body feels frustrated too. But you know that can be in the form of like complaining because you had a bad day or something like that. So I thought that was interesting. Um, I also need trial and error to teach others. So that's part of my design is that um, there, there are in, supposed to be bumps in the road, which I think lessons learned. Great. Yeah, I'm all for it. Uh, I think sometimes you learn best when you fail. Uh, somebody said once, and I thought it was so true, is that uh, I forget how I'm going to get the quote wrong, but it's something about how uh, successful people, you don't, you're not successful by never failing because um, you don't learn, right? Uh, so, and then the last to close up, you know, it's um, when I, oh, the other thing is I don't have consistent willpower, but that's part of my human design. It's like, you know, sometimes I'm like, oh, I just don't, I mean, I just wish I had more willpower. But you, that might just be part of your human design. So you, you always think, oh, I wish I had more willpower. How come that person has more willpower than me? Hey, it just might be the way you're made. So it's really useful to kind of see this and then know, oh, it's okay. That's, that's 
the way I was and focus on all the things that are your strengths and what you are designed for. Okay. I wasn't designed to have willpower. Um, and so the other thing is that when I'm feeling undervalued, then that's my not self. So when I'm feeling like less than not worthy enough or not good enough or um, I'm not providing enough value, then that's not my authentic self. That's my inauthentic self. That's my not self. So that is what I found out in my chart reading. And we're going to do round two. She, again, that was two hours long. And it was thorough and it just touched the surface, as she said, just touched the surface. And uh, so I'm eager to learn more, go a little deeper. Yeah, she wanted me to re-listen to it and, you know, ask, you know, I think when you re-listen and I tell my students to do this whenever I've a coaching call with them too, is you hear back things that you didn't hear the first time and, or you might hear them in a different way, or you hear them with a new ear because, uh, when you first started, you know, you had like virgin ears and then you, so the second time you're, you have these like more knowledgeable ears cause you heard it before, but you might hear it in a new way or a different way, uh, and have more perspective on that. And so listen to it again. And it was really great. It took lots of notes the second time around. <laughs> I used my mind the second time around, but she gave me permission to. So I hope you enjoyed that episode. And I hope it intrigued you about human design. And like I said, I'll put the, the link so you can do your chart in the show notes and reach out, tell me what you got and tell me if it fascinates you too. Uh, but yeah, and then you can get a chart reading on the site as well. So if that, if that is interesting to you, all right, have a great weekend and thanks for hanging out with me. Thank you so much for tuning into the living your spark second half podcast. If you'd like to watch my guest interviews, you can find the video version of this podcast on my, not your average grandma YouTube channel. Also, you can check out what I have going on at the moment by going to my website at notyouraveragegrandma.com or find me on Instagram or Facebook at notyouraveragegrandma. If you like this episode, please mention it to a friend and don't forget to leave a review so I know the topics you like best and can bring you more of that content in upcoming episodes. Last but not least, remember to always listen to that inner voice that will never steer you wrong and make living from the most sparked place possible your biggest priority. When we do that, we make the world a better place.